0: okay now you gotta do the, yeah so do the thing go go D- no I'm sorry do it <laughs> go D- D- this is, what do you bo- do you this do is I'm look. this is the board games snobs. <sighs> this is Jerry
1: This is what happened when you like yeah, was, you threw your phone like that how did you to, get distracted I was trying
0: to get my phone so I could because Gabi uses the phone to for do the banter. Answer. This is Enrique, by the way. we got to get this banter getting hot. Hot banter for everyone involved. Uh, this is uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Thur- Did I say Tuesday? You, I don't know what you said. <laughs> this is Thursday, and we're having a fun time here at BGG. And it's been... It's, it's, today was eventful. I really enjoyed this today. Uh, we played some... We went to the... Uh, uh, the exhibits. Yes. Everybody was like freaking out because there was a lot of good exhibitors there selling stuff. And Enrique made an observation that I thought was very astute. Do you remember said observation?
1: It, I feel like it was just a lot of games didn't catch my eye.
0: But something did yes. catch your eye. Which was a mug. <laughs> Was not, it a mug? It's a not the mug. Not We're talking the mug? Yes. Okay, the
1: mug. Uh, Enrique
0: bought a Enrique bought a mug. It's shaped like a it's a horn. It's a buffalo I love horn. That mug. It's a buffalo horn mug. It's made from real buffalo. I love that mug. And it's I, such a good mug. And it's 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 like something a viking would drink from.
1: And, and what was the other because you know how my memory is. It's you just said my copy.
0: that the exhibits the the accessories caught your eye more than the games did yes that's what it was the various accessories
1: it was uh, basically what i said it was
0: exactly the opposite but that's fine but that was good but i was interested there was a lot of neat stuff
1: but yeah a lot of the accessories were more eye-catching than the board games themselves like the the board games were like okay they weren't there was no big game that's that was what really... It was. There was no big game that actually, like, popped out.
0: Nothing was popping. It was just... Nothing it, popped.
1: I was kind of disappointed, but that's fine, though. I, the mer- I, the merch, merch helped out.
0: Something kids say. You know, younger people say what? merch. Yeah. My daughter merch. was saying... Jack was saying, no, they're merch. Oh. My daughter was saying, oh, something about merch. I was like, what, what do you get that from? Well, people on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, They want to buy my merch. Not buy, and so it's like merchandise. That's weird. I don't know why if I like that word, merch. Yeah. I, sounds like that. I can understand that. Merch. It sounds like somebody from the South. Merch. But. My name's Merch Engel. So we went to the exhibit and then. We played a game there. We demoed uh, the chocolate game. Dulce. D-U-L-C. D- dulce. Dulce. Oh, the, the chocolate game. Yeah. The, the the I'm saying that right. Dulce. D- yes. Dulce? I can't
1: say that. I, was, I couldn't count, like, score. You couldn't up. figure that game out. I couldn't, well, I couldn't uh, figure out the scoring for some reason. It's very weird. It was a very
0: colorful game by Stronghold Game by designer Julio Nazario. That's a good name. That's You're basically running opening cafes that are all having to do with chocolate. You have a little bitty small little player board, very, very small. It's like a grid of like uh, four by eight and. The, it's, it plays almost like a roll and but except without writing. Like the one player takes a card off the deck. This is the number card, and you can use it to either build that cafe, flip it over, and use it as a field, kind of like uh, in uh, Gates Loyang, put some various different types of confectionery items on it, or you can trash the card and use that to harvest your, whether it be coffee beans, chocolate, vanilla, and play those cubes onto the card you've already played. And they kind of engine build a little bit because there's some that use the byproduct of the chocolate, which yeah. is kind of weird. Which, and it's, the color palette was hard for me to understand. Was it for you?
1: I don't know. It, I just know the scoring was very funky. I, I and know yet that. you
0: didn't understand it. But yet I barely beat you.
1: Yes. And which is
0: super weird. And so, yeah. So I don't know how I feel about the game. Yeah, but it, it was it was beautiful, and that seemed to be the game everybody was playing. So that's that's one thing. That was like the Stronghold games that was out there. And they had a box for ter- Terraforming Mars, the dice game. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Which we did not demo. I don't think it was available. I'm not interested in that in the least. Not at all. Are you interested
1: in I'm not interested, in, because we didn't really care for terraforming, terraforming Mars at all. Not really. So,
0: we did, however, later in that day, meet up with Joffrey.
1: Oh, yeah, J- Joffrey. J- the the, the J- guy I've never met. Jay with the with Joffrey with a G. Jeffrey yeah. with a G. Jeffrey, Joffrey. I'm going to forever call him Joffrey, because that just... It's going to stick with me for some reason.
0: And, and he wanted us to play games with him, for which we did, and we thoroughly enjoyed uh, Inish. Inish was a good game. You it, had never played Inish? This was the new edition? Yes. Tell me about it. Uh, just give me a moment. There were cards. Cards, and then... Oh, that the win conditions were very interesting. If you've not played Inish before, it's a beautiful game with beautiful artwork based on some mythology from Ireland, I believe, or Scotland. I get those two mixed up. Sorry about that, Richard Simpson. I almost won that game if you didn't screw me over. I did something in this game I've never done before. I was a kingmaker. I fought you and Joffrey to keep you from winning, and Joffrey's soon-to-be-wife won instead. You
1: let the wife win.
0: She's not the wife. Because they're not uh, married oh, yet. Oh, soon to be wife. Soon that's to be right. wife. That's right. He, I don't know why he hasn't asked her. She, she brought that up during the game.
1: Yeah. Like, it, it was like, no, it wasn't even during the game. I, it was like the setup I of said,
0: the game. So are you, you're, you're, yeah, I said, are you Jeffrey's wife? And she said, no. I, where he, he hasn't put a ring on it. And, and she said that very Beyonce-like. Like, yeah, I, she, I don't know why like, I don't have I'm a waiting ring. for it. I'm waiting for it. He won't do it. Oh. This is That's super weird. He's not, but, but she made it weird.
1: Yeah, and that would it, be. It, it, uh, we didn't say anything, so Joffrey's gonna have to like deal with that. He'll in have the to future. deal with that. Or you know what we could do? We could just act like this episode is
0: his weird way of him asking her to marry him, and then she'll like look <laughs> over to him and be like, "Oh, is this your way? Is this <laughs> how you, you you had the snobs?" And he'll be like, "What?" And he'll panic. That should be it. That should be funny. Rachel, will you marry? Me? And we'll cut we could like get Gobby to
1: impersonate him and cut his voice in. That would be super awkward. I'll I'll try to like get it just try to record his voice and that have would Gobby would cut, be, cut in some that words. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be very awesome. Oh poor Joffrey.
0: So yeah, she won at uh Inish, the future Mrs. Joffrey. And um then what else did we do? We really liked Inish. I know Gobby was kind of lukewarm the one time he played it.
1: And. Um, but it's, it was, did you, did you like, you were oh, yeah. fired lo- up? Okay. Yeah, I loved Inish because okay. I, I, I was kind of like, I was all right with it. But then once it started like going. Got like, kicked
0: up. Kicked up. it's, it's up like a notch. Mm, okay, I like it. Well, we really enjoyed the Inish. Uh, we then, let's see, what else did we play after Enosh? Uh, we went on and played Blazin'. From 25th Century Games, a game that has some amazing artwork by Ian O'Toole, but we didn't really uh, like it.
1: Yeah, no. It, it's I,
0: just, I, it was some weird puzzle game. that I wouldn't say puzzle. Uh, well, it's, it, it was just placing cards at certain areas and picking up it and was, putting down. It was not, it certainly was not an affair for us. It was something that we didn't quite not quite. It just seemed
1: with. very boring.
0: I It, it just didn't, I, I love the artwork on it.
1: Yeah, it, and that's all it had it. going for it. Sadly, and it, it just kind of. But it was just you drawing a card, placing it on a board, and then doing that same process over. It was It was.
0: It was very much lighter than what I thought it would be. I guess. Um, so that kind of failed, which I was disappointed. But boy, the artwork was great, and it's one of those games. I think if you enjoy, um, was it, Kanigawa, which I really like, but that type type of, yeah, taking a uh, card, placing it in a certain way manipulating that thing it was more of a tile laying game say that but it was was. cards instead tiles that's what it was uh we then played sniper elite the board (laughs) game which was weird because you won it without sniping nor being elite it was more like just it it was just don't shoot mediocre the board game uh so i didn't of course i'm always the hunter on this stuff yeah because you you're great at it so i was the germans and we were looking for you, and you were sneaking around as a hidden movement where I have like multiple squads of three guys in these sectors. And Enrique has the typical, oh, I've got my own hidden board. I'm marking where I'm at, and I'm trying to find him, kind of like Whitechapel. And then when I find him, we shoot at him, but he also can shoot at us. And it's David Thompson, I believe, the guy who did Undaunted and uh, War Chest. And he likes those poker chips. And so like the whole thing of the game is like when the sniper guy or your character shoots, you reach into the bag and you count up the spaces to the uh, the enemy and you pull out these chits. And if you miss or or, or take stress or, or expose, it's all determined by that. So that's interesting. Um, you almost caught me. I almost caught you. I, the map confused me a little bit. And literally, you just ran around. On that
1: far right side. You ran around us. I was like, he... It was very Hogan's Heroes. It made it easier because my objectives were just very up top and very on the very bottom on that right side. So I just... He just has to get
0: to a certain area and activate this objective. And you would think someone would go, well, I'll just stand in this area and I'll find him. And it didn't work out very well for me. And... So he managed to complete an, completely beat me without a shot being fired. No one got sniped. It was just you ran really fast in the dark, yes, and completed your objectives. It was one of the weirdest experiences, but I see why people would like it. I, um, so if you're into hidden movement, this reminded me of spec, uh, Specter Ops. You remember that game where we chased me and Gabby chased you? It was like very futuristic. I chased you with a shotgun shooting at you and we laughed and then we never played again I believe so uh, it's very specter ops ish except without the massive uh, player powers although there are player powers for each side um, lots of replayability with the different maps and different stuff that the sniper can take anyways so that was actually kind of
1: it was a surprising. neat little game I, I, I would like bring it just to like waste some time and just have fun with a, with a friend it, it, there you go which is okay.
0: Sky Mines, which is the Alexander Pfister reskin of Mombasa. We were
1: going to play that.
0: We sat down. I read the rule book. I was very excited. Pegasus Spiel. Um, the rumor around the hotness here at BGG was everybody was very displeased with it. One, the color palette is very confusing. Two, nothing of the game was fixed. Like the book track on Mombasa is kind of broken. There's some aspects of Mombasa that's not that great that won't, you won't win if you spend your time doing. And Sky Mind's has pretty much everything but that, so it's like a better theme. It's not as troublesome as the but Mombasa it, theme, but it's just—I don't like it at all. The ugliness—it looked ugly to me.
1: Yeah, I didn't like—I didn't really like the art. Like the I, even the little like little pieces were just very bland. there, there, there was no pop. It was very—it
0: was weird. It was just very weird, and I don't. I, I'll, I'll say it again. Oh. Alexander Pfister's best game is, is Hong Kong Blackout. I, I will I will die on that hill. Followed up by the second edition of, of Great Western Trail, which everybody was griping about. There was a lot of people not pleased with its new design and it not fixing some of the small issues that the old edition had. It was basically just not so much a second edition, just slap on some more colorful art that a lot of people were not liking. So there was a lot of grumbling about that. So... Disappointments on both of the new reskins at BGG was heard by, and also reported on by the BGG hotness people. I talked to them to kind of fill them out what was going on. Uh. So very disappointing there. Speaking of dryness, we played another Dune game because if it says Dune, I'm going to play it. Dune Arrakis again. A Gale Force 9 game. It was just... Ah, uh, you want to talk about dry. You want to talk about the plainest board, plainest pieces, plainest...
1: It, is it was drier than the Doom planet itself. I thought this game was made
0: by, like, somebody who just broke out chits and made it themselves. This looked like something. I can't believe they produced this.
1: It, it, was, just, it, it was just, it was just, there was no thought into there, it. I
0: don't know. It was left over from, mechanics left over from something else. I, I'm very disappointed in that. Uh, what else did we play? Oh, so we went down to the hotness. You, uh... I got to read the rule book on Flamecraft. The Dragon game looks too light for me, but it was still that was the game that people were very much saying too I, light. I
1: never, we never got never well, got to play I it. I never
0: played. I it. haven't got to play you it. You haven't yet. played it, but I'm hoping so to before we we'll leave be able to pl- play it. But that's the one that everybody was saying it's light. It's fun. There's some more strategy to it if you think about it. People seem to like that. Uh, the other one that you played was the Woodcraft game that seemed to go on for hours, where yes. you are.
1: Elves, elves were elves collecting berries and woods and making yeah, bowls just, and had, cups, uh, bowls, cups, violins, uh, painting, uh, picture frames, anything that I guess would use wood. Making wood, yes, you just make wood stuff. A lot of wood stuff, and you were there for a long time. Yes, I I only I I came very low on the scoreboard. Sadly, I, I got like lapped. Uh, yeah, essentially. But if I was to play it again, I think I would most likely at least hit, break 100 at least right. this time.
0: Well, okay, well, it, it looks, I want to play it. It looked very interesting from what I saw, which you were,
1: what little bit of I got to say. So that's mm-hmm. another one. It, it's just, it's, it's insane because the, the scoreboard goes up to 500. And I don't know how that's possible.
0: Well, I don't know one-fifth of the way there. (laughs) The other game, I think it was Daniel Ticini. There was a lot of uh, of the of the Lapino, the group that does like Grand Austria Hotel. They have put out a lot of games. A lot of games.
1: What what was that one game that you saw? Tiltum. Was it Tiltum? Tilt, the one that we I
0: sat down to kind of show you Mm -hmm. with the dice. Yeah, yeah. That one. So I played that previously where it is a rondale where you roll dice you put the dice out on the said rondale and the color of the dice dictates how many and the number on them how many of that resource you're going to get so if it's this color you get this bunch of wood and if you, there's, it's six you get six wood and of course the higher the dice the less the action so a six will be on the one spot so you can get six wood but you only can take one action of whatever it is depicted so you're basically choosing a dice doing said action moving a merchant around a map Building stuff, collecting things, putting them in your house—very dry, very euro—and I think, again, not just a brilliant design. It looks very nice, but very super dry euro, like yeah.
1: something I would not. I it, I don't I, just not sold on it. It'd it be just a game that that we would play just to if we had nothing else. I feel was, like. It
0: was it was In terms of Euros, it just didn't do anything that tickled my fancy, but it will be certainly something that all the super dry Euro fans are going to want to look into. The one game that was a real hit for me that I have played the most while I'm here at this con was the game I had zero interest in playing, a Days of Wonder game called Heat, which is a racing game. And everybody knows how I feel about racing games. I don't particularly like racing games unless there's a hook to them, such as Downforce. I like Downforce because Downforce is more about bidding and betting, not racing. really don't like Flam Rouge or any of those other games. I have just none of them Formula Day. Nothing of them are, are enjoyable to me in the least. And I can say without hesitation that not only is Heat a Days of Wonder, the best racing game I have ever played. It is one for which I will purchase, and I am shocked by what
1: all they did with it. Because the the game itself it is very quick in general. Okay, so not
0: only do you get the huge production that is Days of Wonder, the artwork very retro, kind of like a Ferrari versus Ford kind of yeah, coloring. Yeah.
1: It, it, like...
0: Old school looking.
1: Like Formula I even like the art of it. I liked it. It was very. It was like all the colors yes. were very just pops. out There,
0: you you get multiple player boards, multiple double sided <laughs> player boards. You get your own little little board with your little gear shifter, and basically what you're doing is I don't want to call it a deck builder, <laughs> although it would make you believe that that's what it is. It's a hand management game where simply you have a deck of cards. These cards all have numbers on them from zero to five. And you drop seven cards and you look at your gear shift. If you're in one, two, three, or four, that's how many. That's the gear you're in. That's how many cards you play. You have to play outside your hand. And before you play cards, you can shift up or down. You can skip a shift, skip a gear, and gain what they call heat. And on your little player board is heat cards. And they do what all good deck building type games do. They clog up your hand. You have a limited amount of heat cards, and every time you take a heat card, at some point in time you'll need to take one, and if you can't, you spin out. Very simple. When you play these cards, you move along the track. There's other cards that you can get, such as stress cards, that don't have a number on them. that just make you randomly play a card off the top of your deck. All this seems very light. The strategy comes from the curves. You can only take the curves at a certain amount of speed, so if it's a curve that has a seven on it, you can only be traveling at a seven speed. If you don't downshift and go around it correctly and you end up playing more cards and for some reason you end up going and crossed it with a nine, you have to take the difference in heat cards into your hand. Which, if you can't do that and don't have enough heat cards, you wreck. If you stay in a lower gear, you cool off, you take heat cards out of your hand, you put them back. So it's managing the heat and the stress in your deck with a very small deck, back and forth, back and forth, while trying to get in the exact position with the other players because you can draft around them, which is super cool. This game is very quick. All the players pick their cards at once. They lay them down. They flip them over. You move the cards. You keep going, and it's just boom, 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 boom. There is a legacy aspect of it where you can play all the tracks and score it up and play and, like five it, games.
1: Because the game, the, the version that we played was the basic version. Basic version. So there's more versions of it where you get so many points.
0: You play it like a cup. You see after so many games who's the winner. And each game is like maybe not even an hour. I mean, like I taught it and played I'm, it in an hour with six players, seemed like.
1: Because it, it, I don't even think it was an hour at least. It was under everybody an hour.
0: had fun. And so right after playing Downforce with Joffrey and his 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 soon-to-be his, Mrs. Joffrey. Yes. And some other people, I was raving about it. They said you should play it. And Joffrey was like, I'm buying this. This is awesome.
1: Like I went to go do something, and you were there teaching them. Like, what happened? I, I- taught
0: somebody I left and taught another group of people. I like this game so much that when we were leaving the Hauntness Room, which has people there to teach these games, a group of other six people showed up and said, Are y'all leaving? Can we play this? And I said, yes. And one of them said something about, I asked, does anybody know how to play it? And they said, no. And I said, I am willing to teach you. I stayed behind and taught six random people who I had never met when there was an option to get somebody else to teach it. I taught them this game. That's how much I liked it.
1: I think, now that I think about it, I think that's like your first time actually volunteering no, I've done it. I'm a good. I volunteer to teach games all the time.
0: Yeah, but like very passionate. I like, was passionate because I have passion and violence. Like I, we've talked about this. I'm just saying. And I taught. And you know what they said when I got done? That was very good. They, well, the, the <laughs> guy said that was a very good teach. And I thought, you know, it was. I, I that was. Oh God. I did a fine job there. All a right. fine job. And I really like this game. And there's add-on stuff where you can add on to your cars. There's an advanced version of it that I didn't even look at. I want to buy the game just so that I can see what else there is that makes the game a little bit more complicated. This is the best racing game I have ever played, period, end of discussion. If you like to race and if you like that little bit of hand management and you want something that's, I think, with more players, it plays up to six, but I've played it at three and still enjoyed it because even though you're going around other players, you're still having to manage that deck. I, I'm i all about it so far, if I have to say. A game of the con, unless we play something else. Heat, Days of Wonder, had no clue. It was not on my radar. It wasn't on it my was list. It was
1: unexpected,
0: like... Unexpected pleasure. Absolutely. I loved it. I did also love it. Okay, so there you go. Gabi will need... So all the ones that Gabi were suggested, not play this play. We did not play a lot of games this uh, time. What, what was that big box game? I mosaic.
1: Could, was it Mosaic?
0: So we set that up, looked at it, and had somebody kind of go over it with us. It looks all right. It's a it, Drover, but we didn't get to actually... Oh, I, I don't even want to give an opinion on it because I didn't really get to play it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but it...
1: I feel like it, it's just a lot of pieces. There's a very, lot
0: to it. It's a It's a very... It's very basic for because yeah. it's Glenn Drover. Here's a big box with a bunch of pieces, and you're going to be doing this thing. I'm sure it's enjoyable. I want to play it before I I, I I put it off. But that box was the heaviest box I have ever
1: Yeah, you put carried. it on the
0: ground so I could pick it up. I did. I that laid it down. That was very cruel of you. I laid I it down. I almost broke
1: my back trying to pick you that
0: thing up. You are fine. You are fine. You are strong-backed. Either way. So, so far... We are enjoying ourselves again on the second day of BGG. We have played several games, some of which we have particularly liked, and one that we really right now—it's going to be hard to top. He—he's got it right now. If I'm—if I'm saying, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll, I'll double down on my love on Inish. Okay. I really liked Inish. I liked Inish. I really liked Inish. Inish was one I'd played prior, but in some terms of new games, this heat—it has got me. It's got me right now, and this is a game I do not like. I do not like these types of games. So if I say it's good, it's got to be good. All right. All right, and um, we got to sign off. You got to yeah. I, so we have to yeah. Sign,
1: so you do it first. I say
0: we thank you, uh, Patreon, to give us money. What else would God be say? He would say he does that whole doll. Monotone, we yeah, thank you like, for listening. name. But someone show. has to. Someone and has and to. Give us a like on <laughs> Apple Plus and whatever. Like and subscribe. What does he say? Leave us a review. And uh, I don't know what don't else he Don't be mocking God I'm trying to think of what else he says. Always thank you. He just he says with a soulless
1: look in his eye and he
0: starts <laughs> rambling. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like. Oh, well, I just. I don't. Maybe you should.
1: We uh, can't we can't make fun of Gobby on when he's Patreon, here. and he's,
0: we'll read your emails. And he's doing. Uh, uh, he says something about doing a solo episode of what? Of just him talking, and I hear people really, people like that because for some him, reason because
1: Gobby has fans.
0: He done, but people like. I don't know that. Pe- like you listen to one person talk, yes, with no inner. I don't know. People like it. It's
1: just how it is. Yeah, I
0: don't know people. I, don't, I used to thought, think people just pitied him, but I think it's a genuine thing.
1: Yeah, like I genuinely like Gobby. Like I well, like well, listening yeah. to
0: Gobby. Well, I don't like listening to him. I like him. There's a difference. <laughs> he, he had the disagreeable nerd. I listened to that before he stopped it. Even though he, I, I literally never agreed I've heard with you anything rag on it. Let's say I that I never agreed with anything on that podcast that was ever said because he has paid to doing it. It, it page, their opinions were trash but I listened anyways to support him
1: anyways that's gonna do it for us this is this is Jerry this is